two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the whatever you want to call it podcast with your host, the one and only your boy, Marquise Nash. Sorry if I'm doing a late podcast episode today, but um, I'm tired and um, I'm a little depressed. And you might ask, well, I'm a depressed. You know, we should know by now. Milwaukee Bucks are down 3-2 three, three, against the Brooklyn Nets, and they had a chance to win the game yesterday. Well, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday on Tuesday. Uh, what, Tuesday at like 7.30, had a chance to win the game. They were up pretty much by, pretty much the entire game, with the exception of like the little bit of the third quarter. They kind of, the Nets started getting momentum, and then pretty much most of the fourth quarter, the Bucks, uh, bro, most of yeah, the entire fourth quarter, they got destroyed by the Brooklyn Nets, and KD went off for 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 rebounds, I'm telling you, 10 assists, and was pretty efficient. Well, I think it was like 16 for 23. So, for me, man, it's as simple as this. Monkey Bucks, uh, y'all know what to do. I'm, I don't really have nothing motivational to say because I'm like, I don't think Milwaukee is like, for Milwaukee, for the Milwaukee Bucks, it's like this. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know how to win games. I, I That's why I truly feel that way. That's the crazy thing is about this game and why I'm so confident that the Milwaukee Bucks can win. It's, it's a couple of reasons why. It's, and I think it's a lot of people that don't already kind of uh, said it already. But I'm, I'm going to reiterate it to you guys. If you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan, all out there in um, radio land. We are not. We ain't on radio, really. Or podcast land. Um, uh, I'm just going to reiterate to you. Uh, re- reiterate. Did I say that right? right? Yeah, I did. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm gonna regurgitate. That's a better word. Regurgitate to you. Regurgitate? Okay, am I saying it right? I feel like I'm saying these words wrong, but whatever. Um, so for me, man, this is the a couple reasons. Well, a couple reasons. It's multiple reasons why I feel like Milwaukee Bucks can win this game today. Because if J- first of all, if James Harden plays like he played before, I'm really pissed at the Milwaukee Bucks. Because at the end of the day, James Harden really doesn't have – he's really not going in the paint like that. He's not driving. He's not kicking the ball. He's not doing any, pretty much anything. He pretty much sat, sat out there as a decoy, which the Bucks got fooled by really bad. And he really didn't have a shooting – he actually shot the ball, but he really didn't – he was really inefficient. He really didn't shoot as good as he could be. Like, we all know how James Harden is. He's attacking the ball. He, I mean, attacking the basket. Drawing fouls, he's he's that guy. Step back threes, all that. We didn't see none of that last game. He pretty much was just sitting out on all on the outside of the perimeter, perimeter shooting jumpers. That's all he was doing really, pretty much the entire game. And got a, he got a couple assists here and there and a couple rebounds, but for the most part, he really didn't do anything. So for me, and then Jeff Green went off for twenty seven. Blake had seventeen. And that was about it. And Katie, of course, Katie's had his historic, his historic night with 49, 17, and 10. But I, for me, I feel like this, that this, 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 this is another reason why I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks didn't win this game because they were up 
by 17, well, 16, 17 points against the Brooklyn Nets while, while, while along where KD was going off. And Jeff Green had, was going for a record number of points that game. So imagine if the Milwaukee Bucks, like Giannis or Chris or Drew Holiday, would stop fucking shooting jumpers <laughs> and post up. And just post up and bully them in a paint. Imagine if they would do that somewhat in the because around the Bucks start the, not the Bucks but the Brooklyn Nets kind of got the lead around the like it was probably like nine or eight minute mark. Imagine if the Milwaukee Bucks during the fourth quarter they said, "Okay, get this, let's go in the post." If they just say, "Okay, Giannis, get your ass in the post in the mid post and just post up," it don't take no more jumpers. Just post up. Get your man, get on your man, which is the and the crazy thing is about this was it seemed it seemed it actually didn't seem like it was it was literally a matchup problem every time the Milwaukee Bucks went down and on, on the floor, went down on their side of the court on office. It 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 was a matchup problem every time. Every time I watched the game like multiple times because I'm just that addicted to basketball, and plus I was I want to review I wanted to review it. For this uh podcast episode today, it se- it seemed like it was literally, it was like three inst- inst- instances where I saw Brooke Lopez in the paint getting matched up by a smaller guy. It was like I think it was one was one one I think it was Mike James. Another one I saw when he was guarding Bruce Brown. I think it was other. It was in the same play where he got switched on with Mike James, and then he got switched on to. Jeff Green, which was even more of a matchup problem. I mean, it. Just, I don't know, man. It's at this point, man. I feel like this: the Milwaukee Bucks. You, you. If you want to win a championship, specifically Giannis, because I'm not trying to talk about everybody else. I mean, of course, we can know, but Budenholzer. This is his uh contract right here. I mean, if they don't win th- this game, he's pretty much out. Audi five thousand. So yeah, and if what you mean by what's Audi five thousand? He's out of there. He's uh Finigo. He's uh uh bye bye. He's like uh he's gone pretty much. So and it's like a lot of coaches that's vying for that job right now. We got and speaking of vying for jobs and stuff, man. Uh, we had Rick look so Rick Carlisle part of ways with the Dallas Mavericks. He's interested in that job that I'm hearing rumors about. You got multiple coaches that are vying for that job. And speaking about vying for jobs and, well, the Milwaukee Bucks head coaching vacancy if it, if the Milwaukee Bucks don't get out of the series. Uh, pretty much, I really, I if, if, just, if it was up to me, and this is just a, my dream, like, matchup, not matchup, but a dream, like, coach and for the Milwaukee Bucks, dream coach for the Milwaukee Bucks and something like a, something that just add on to, an extra add on to the Milwaukee Bucks is, I truly feel like the Milwaukee Bucks should head coach, hire a head coach or hire as a head coach uh, Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd played with Giannis. Well, he coached Giannis and he actually developed Giannis to the person to the person he is right now. He molded Giannis into the the guy or person that you think he is now. So I feel like they should hire back Jason Kidd and also they should hire Kevin KG Kevin Garnett as a, a consultant. Which and I I actually feel like that would help Giannis tremendously, and I think Giannis too this off season he needs to get in that 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 gym and work on his footwork. I mean he got he has great footwork at times, but for the most part he does not have great footwork. He does not he's not gonna get you off the dribble at all. He's not. He's, I'm just I'm just telling you what it is. He's not. 
There's been times in the game where I didn't saw Blake Griffin outstep Giannis, or I didn't saw in game, parts of the game where low, where guys that are bigger than Giannis stay with him, which I don't think they should because Giannis is a two-time MVP. So if, for me, if you're a two-time MVP, you should be working on your game every year, which I think Giannis is truly, but I feel like are you really working on the, the stuff that makes you that's going to make you or level you up in this game called basketball? And I think he is. For the most part, I, I believe he is. But for me, I don't see the proof. I mean, it might, we might, he might be a slow developer, and we might see a little later in the, his career, or it might show next year. You just never know with these kind of developments, like especially with Giannis. And the crazy thing is, we're talking about developments, but Giannis is a two-time MVP. This, like, Giannis has been in the league for almost 10 years. And it's like we're still talking about development. <laughs> That's the crazy thing, crazy thing about this whole thing, this whole conversation about Giannis and his development of adding a jumper or just a secondary move. Because it's always it's the, kind of like that fight right now with people is like, should he get a jumper or should he just get a secondary move? Should he get and I, I for me, he should just get a secondary move right now because at this point, the jumper is going to come when it comes. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a forty some percent. Uh, three-point shooting anytime soon or in the next three years. You never know. He could be, but it's not looking that great because his shot is broken. I think he just has to refix that jumper like because that jumper is so ugly. I mean, I I don't have a great jumper at all because I haven't played basketball in a while, but it, it's ugly. It's about ugly as his, it, Giannis is. It's, it seems like Giannis, it should be like one motion, to shoot the ball, but it seems like Giannis takes like three steps to finally shoot. It's just like, okay, one, go up. Two, get in motion. Three, shoot it. It's like, it takes like three or four steps to for Giannis to shoot it. And when he makes it, it's great, but it's actually not great because the team wants you to make jumpers. And then Giannis, Giannis kind of turns into like, he gets sometimes where he sees them leaving him wide open, so he wants to prove them wrong and shoot it. But sometimes it's like Giannis. If you're like, if I'm Giannis' friend or whoever's close to him, I'm like Giannis. Boy, go in the paint, man. You can bully them in the paint. And you got guys like Jeff Green, Blake Griffin, leaving you open for a reason. They're, leaving you, they're not leaving you open because they want to or they it's a it's a, a defensive lapse. No, it's, they're leaving you up because they know you can't make jumpers. They, so And they know if you go down in the paint and bully me, I'm going to either get two things going to happen. I'm going to get in foul trouble. Or I'm, or you gonna get an and one, or, or I'm, you, you're gonna dunk on me. So in order for me, I feel like in order for the Milwaukee Bucks to win this game is for for a couple things to happen. Chris Middleton needs to stay consistent and score about twenty five to thirty. Um, Drew Howden needs to get in that twenty or fifteen to twenty range, be really efficient. Giannis needs to have a a monster game. He needs to have a KD type game, which. I feel like he's capable of because I just saw it from him in, in in regular season games where he had monster games. He needs to have one of these monster games. This this game, this game is one of these pivotal games that can affect it. That will actually will affect his legacy right now because he's starting to turn into one of them guys that melts when the heat is turned up. He melts, and that's what's yeah. And I don't want to be like that guy that. That's harping on Giannis, all on Giannis, and not saying, okay, it's nobody else's fault, but it really, if you really want to tell the truth, I mean, just we're going to put it like this. Everybody actually did their job. Really. I mean, I don't say everybody did because Giannis, Chris, Drew Holiday, the, the leaders, 
they didn't need it. And my good order, Budenholzer also, they needed to do something yesterday, which, I mean, not yesterday, but the day before, well, the game, last game, they should have did something to the Brooklyn Nets. They should have dominated in a paint against the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I mean, dominated. And Drew Hardy specifically, he needs to bully Drew uh, uh, James Harden. He needs to make sure if that hamstring is really what it said is, like, he's healthy. Because I don't really believe that James Harden hamstring is healthy. You want to have proof? You want to give me proof? Uh, you want you want proof? Look at his jumper. A lot of his jumpers yet last game was short. A lot of his shots were really, really short. And you might say, well, he played. He's playing the game. Yeah. He says he's in the game and he's healthy and all that stuff. Yeah, some people say that, but they're really not healthy. James Harden, you can obviously tell his legs are not with not there. And you might say, well, it's only it give the uh he had 48 hours that should give him some enough rest to at least be somewhat not like he was last game with five points. Of course, it probably he'll probably get like 15, but do you really think he's gonna affect the game that much again? Like I don't think. I think for for them hamstrings, I think he needed a little bit more time too, and then also he needed more time and he needed to ease back in into uh, that role as a point guard. And with them kind of injuries, you have to kind of ease your way back. You can't just automatically go cold turkey and go okay, let's go play basketball. I don't think that's gonna happen. But for me, man, that's what I feel about the Milwaukee Bucks game today. I have a lot, um, and then Brooklyn Nets. If the Brooklyn Nets win, of course, I think the Brooklyn Nets. They have really something simple to do, really. Just to play the same way they played last game. KD goes off. KD needs to go off for probably damn near 40. Uh, people say he needs to go off for 35. If he does go off for like 35 or like mid-30s or high-30s, for the most part, the others have to ball out if it, if he has to have, if he has that type of game. But if he can exert that, uh, that 49 again or close to 50 points, um, for 17 rebounds and 10 assists and be really efficient like he did last game. And then one or two guys or one or two guys, or most likely two guys from the Brooklyn Nets can exert some um, energy and get some points like Joe Harris or Jeff Green again or Blake Griffin can exert some energy again and have one of them nights. But it's going to be a really tough test because the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be ready for that. So, I mean, it's going to be a really interesting game today. I hope you guys are watching this game, and I hope you guys listen to this podcast because it's a great episode. It's a short episode. It's gonna be about. It's probably around fifteen minutes. So, like, it's really short. I'm I usually do like thirty minutes, but I kind of I'm on shorten on time right now. And plus, I wanted to be, I wanted to be short. Uh, this episode to be short a little bit, but I will be talking about Green Bay Packers news. Uh, next episode, which is probably either tomorrow. But I'm, I'm probably I'm probably gonna do another exclusive episode. Ex- Episode talking about the Green Bay Packers, some either with some breaking news. We didn't really know breaking news, but comments of an ex GM, their comments regarding Aaron Rodgers and his status with, status with the Green Bay Packers. So I'll see you guys next episode. I'll thank you. I thank you guys for listening to the episode. If you want to get some more information, not information, but you just, uh, if you want to be more active and with this podcast, you can go to my Twitter. And you can go to Marquise 95 Sports or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise 95 Sports also and tweet me or whatever about any questions regarding basketball or any questions regarding your team. Or you, if you don't have that, you can go to my, if you don't have my Instagram, 
or you don't have my tool, you don't want to go to Instagram or you just don't want to go to either one. You can go to my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call a podcast Facebook page and you can message me there and you can ask me questions there. So I and or you can follow and also you can follow me there. Um, follow me, tweet me. You can follow me on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter. Like I said before, Marquise 95 Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95 Sports on also all platforms from uh, the Instagram, my Instagram platform, Marquise 95 Sports. Or my Instagram, or my Instagram, or my Twitter, um, at Marquis ninety five Sports. You can follow me there, or you can follow me on my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page. Or if you want to listen to the podcast, you can go to the podcast on all pretty much all platforms. But the main three are the Spotify. You can go to Spotify and look up the whatever you want to call it podcast, or look up my name, M A R K E S E Nash N A S H. So you can look up my name and you can do it there, or you can go to Stitcher, if not Stitcher, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. But I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.